Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2281. Should you feed your family plant-based meat? Here's the scoop. Part one by Sally Kazemchek of realmomnutrition.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your host and narrator. Thank you so much for joining me once again. And today will be the start of one of our longer posts, which means I'll split up the reading between today and tomorrow's episodes. So with that, let's hear part one as we optimize your life. Should you feed your family plant-based meat? Here's the scoop. Part one by Sally Kozemchek of realmomnutrition.com. Are you trying to serve more meatless meals? A lot of families are. Nearly one in four Americans report eating less meat in the last year, according to a Gallup poll. But people have different ideas and comfort levels about going meatless. There are some who don't want anything that looks or feels remotely like meat when they're going meatless because they say, isn't that the whole point? But others really crave meat and center most meals around it. For those families, plant-based meats can make going meatless easier, sliding right into familiar favorites like spaghetti and stir-fries. You can toss the burgers on the grill, zap the nuggets in the microwave, or pan-fry the patties, making it convenient to go meatless more often. I buy and like some of these meat alternatives, especially the faux chicken patties, which are so good chopped up on top of a big salad. And I also like veggie meatballs and meat crumbles, which are easy for a meatless pasta night. But are these plant-based meats healthier and better for our families than regular meat? Here are the answers to your biggest questions. Is plant-based meat good for your family? First, what's in these products? Even folks like me who like and use plant-based meats can feel a little dismayed about the ingredients lists, which tend to be lengthy. Here are the basic components in these products. A protein base. This is usually a protein isolate or concentrate, which is made by extracting protein from an ingredient. For these, that's typically soybeans or peas. Oils, like coconut. This provides juiciness. Thickeners. Ingredients like methyl cellulose hold the patties, links, or nuggets together. Natural colors. Plant juices and extracts from veggies and herbs and spices like beets and paprika give the faux meat a red, meaty color. And of course, there are other flavors and seasonings added. All of these ingredients are obviously considered safe, but put together, it often adds up to what's now called an ultra-processed product, 
there's a term for products that contain multiple added ingredients like dyes, stabilizers, and emulsifiers and contain very little intact, unprocessed foods. Some research shows that a diet heavy in ultra-processed foods isn't healthy and may increase the risk of diseases like cancer. Is plant-based meat healthy for you? Well, they are healthy-ish. The good news, these faux meats are typically great sources of protein. Unlike regular meat, they don't have any cholesterol and some of them contain some fiber. But they can still be high in calories and contain saturated fat because of the oils used to make them juicy. Many of these products are also high in sodium. The Impossible Whopper at Burger King has more sodium and a similar amount of calories and saturated fat when compared to the regular Whopper. And while fresh meat is not considered ultra-processed, these products are. Yes, packaged, processed foods are a fact of life for most families, including mine. But reducing them makes sense. So for me, these packaged, plant-based meats aren't something I use as an everyday staple. If your child has food allergies, it's also important to note that some people who are allergic to peanuts may also react to pea protein, which is used in some plant-based meats. If your child has even had a mild reaction to legumes, talk to your allergist about getting tested and read labels for pea protein. Beyond Meat, which uses pea protein, includes this statement on their products. Quote, Peas are legumes. People with severe allergies to legumes like peanuts should be cautious when introducing pea protein into their diet because of the possibility of a pea allergy. End quote. The protein concentration is much higher in these products than in fresh peas, so an allergic reaction may be more likely to occur and may be more severe. If your child can't have legumes, check ingredients lists for ingredients like pea protein isolate, pea protein concentrate, pea fiber, pea hull fiber, and hydrolyzed pea protein. Are these products better for the planet? Probably yes. Raising animals for food produces greenhouse gases, the kinds linked to global warming. Eating less meat would help climate health, according to a 2019 United Nations report on climate change. In one study commissioned by Beyond Meat, researchers from the University of Michigan found that producing one Beyond Burger generates 90% less greenhouse gas emissions and requires about half the energy than making a regular beef burger. Researchers say making the packaging for meat-free burgers actually creates more greenhouse gas than making the actual patty. I've heard from at least one company that they're actively working to reduce packaging for this very reason. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Should You Feed Your Family Plant-Based Meat? Here's the scoop by Sally Kazumchik of realmomnutrition.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants 
that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. As today's author Sally mentioned, there are definitely pros and cons to consuming these faux meat products. On the one hand, they provide plant-based alternatives for those that miss the flavor and texture of animal products. But we also talk about how it's ideal to consume foods with less than five ingredients. Unfortunately, most of these faux meat products contain more than five ingredients. When I was in school and learning about the pros and cons of vegetarian diets, I asked one of my professors this question. With all of the additives in processed faux meats, is it a good idea to recommend them to those that want to follow a vegetarian or vegan diet? Unfortunately, I never got a response. The professor kind of mumbled a non-response and moved on. So what are we to do? Well, I don't want to steal any thunder away from today's author, so we'll discuss this more on tomorrow's show, where we'll finish up this post. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber and sharing the show with someone. And again, I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.